0: This is an All Ears English podcast episode 1759. Choose your grammar mistakes wisely, the subjunctive in English. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast downloaded more than 200 million times. Are you feeling stuck with your English? We'll show you how to become fearless and fluent by focusing on connection, not perfection with your American host.
1: Today, we're talking about subjunctive. Natives make mistakes with this often in informal speech, but in a formal business scenario, you want to be able to use it correctly. Listen in for our tips on how to sound impressive at work. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, Lindsay, how's it going? It's going awesome, Aubrey. How are you? How's everything? I am really great. I'm excited for this episode. We got a really interesting listener question that is, Higher level grammar, you guys. And I know a lot of our listeners want that. They I want know. interesting, higher level grammar, but in a way that makes it very understandable. So you don't have to wade through all of the resources online and then just get confused.
0: Yes, guys. And don't forget that our motto, our vision is connection, not perfection. But that doesn't mean that we don't learn grammar. That doesn't mean we ignore grammar. Right, Aubrey?
1: Yeah, exactly. We don't want you guys to be stressed about making mistakes, especially about what we're talking about today, subjunctive, because natives make mistakes all the time with subjunctives. But it is really interesting to know it so that you can use it when you want to, when you're at work and you want to sound impressive, you want to sound educated. It's good to know for sure.
0: Yes. I like the idea of choosing when we're going to make the mistake and we're aware that we're making the mistake. Mm-hmm. And choosing when we're going to say it correctly because of who we're around. That, that and is that's so exactly
1: good. what it is with subjunctive. You you are probably going to intentionally make this error or maybe just make it because you've heard natives use it incorrectly so often. And that's such a higher level to, to just to be able to think like, I know what's correct grammar here, but the people I'm talking to might not. So I'm going to choose to make this mistake. <laughs>
0: yeah. Aubrey, I think our listeners are ready for this, being yeah. able to pick and choose when to make that mistake and when not to. So should I, should I read the listener yes. question from Asko? Yes. Okay. My name is Asko. I wanted to brush up on my grammar use and I came across these two sentences. She acts as if she were the queen and she talks to me as if she is my mother. I perfectly understand why the first sentence uses past tense were, as in she were the queen, but I don't get why the second sentence uses present tense is, as in she is my mother. It would be really helpful if you could help me out on this. Thanks in advance. Yes, I get this so
1: much because. (laughs) You guys, the, the problem is number two is actually grammatically incorrect, right? It's yeah. subjunctive, subjunctive mood. So the sentence should be, she talks to me as if she were my mother. But mm-hmm. you guys probably didn't hear that mistake. And even native speakers listening to this podcast probably wouldn't hear that mistake because you hear it incorrectly so much. Natives make mistakes with subjunctive all the time. Yeah. And, and mm-hmm. often don't use it on purpose. Right, Lindsay? Right, Aubrey. Do you get this question a lot when you do
0: IELTS coaching? Over on our IELTS side of things, do students worry about this when they're preparing for the speaking test?
1: We have done a couple of episodes over on IELTS Energy about subjunctive, just to mm-hmm. let our students know how to use it, when, why. But we were very careful to make sure and tell them, don't worry about this. An examiner will not lower your grammar score if you use subjunctive wrong in a sentence like this, because it's so accepted, especially yeah. in an informal speech on the speaking exam to use it incorrectly, that it's not going to affect your grammar score. Writing is a different situation where it's more formal writing, right. and it's the same for you guys at work in business, if you're giving a presentation to native speakers, they are likely going to hear the mistake. And that's where you, you want to use subjunctive correctly. So here's yes. the difference: in formal speech versus formal speech or formal writing.
0: Okay. So let's break this down again here, Aubrey. Let's go into a little more detail. What else do yeah. we need to know about these two and when to make the choice?
1: Okay, so first of all, we want to make sure you guys understand subjunctive is tricky. We get it for yes. a few reasons. First of all, because natives don't always use it correctly, it's accepted to use to not use it in informal speech. You will hear it in songs. You'll hear it on TV, in movies, right? Just uh-huh. last night, after I wrote this epi- episode, I heard someone on TV say, it would hurt even more if it was you. <laughs> and because I know grammar well, it's a red flag for me. I'm like, sure. he should have said, if it were you. Guys, this is a native speaker. Yeah. He probably didn't know he was using it incorrectly, but even if he did, the people he was talking to wouldn't know. Yes. So he may have chosen to use it incorrectly to not sound pretentious, right?
0: Yeah. And then there's
1: two songs well, what, recently. What show were
0: you watching last night? Oh I just my a just I wasn't going to admit oh, Don't be embarrassed it, to
1: admit it. <laughs> it's called The Circle. It's reality TV. It's on <laughs> Netflix. It's okay. so funny. It's so funny because people intentionally catfish. They'll like come in pretending catfish. It, it's when you are pretending to be someone you're not so they don't meet each other in person they don't see each other they just have a profile picture and they say all this stuff about themselves and some people are being real and some people are like an old guy or a girl pretending to be a guy and so they're like trying to fool everyone else they're they're competing for a hundred thousand dollars but all this funny stuff happens where like two straight guys will end up flirting or whatever and then they I find out it. who, they who it really know. was it's hilarious oh my I, gosh i have okay. to admit i i like some reality tv
0: <laughs> well i mean reality tv is where for our listeners actually guys that might be a great place to get real english oh yes because it's completely sure. it's uncensored unscripted unscripted uncensored it's Authentic for yep. better or for worse. It's <laughs> people
1: are just being themselves. <laughs>
0: Sometimes it's train wreck authentic, right? Um yes, but totally. guys, check that out for to see you know people breaking these rules or following yes. them, depending on who's around. Where else have we seen it in music?
1: So off the top of my head, there are two recent pop songs that intentionally misuse the subjunctive. Either yeah. this artist didn't know or did know, but intentionally didn't use it because they they realized that most of their audience would think they were making a mistake. Yes.
0: So the first
1: was Gwen Stefani. She has a line that says, if I was a rich girl, I'm not going to sing it. But really, that should be if I were a rich girl. And we'll go into why. And then a Taylor Swift song where she's saying, if I was the man great song, but it should be If I Were the Man. And both of those, I hear these songs and it grates on me a little bit because I know how to use subjunctive correctly, but I recognize why they didn't, Mm -hmm. even if they recognize they should be using the subjunctive um, tense
0: because
1: so many of their listeners will think it sounds wrong because natives use it incorrectly so often.
0: Yeah, it wasn't until I became an English teacher and started teaching the subjunctive that I corrected myself. I think I was Mm -hmm. making this mistake until my early mid-20s, something Mm -hmm. like that. And it's not like people are going to say, oh, this person's uneducated, right? No, it's about speaking the language of the people at the right time. I love yes, it. And I exactly. wonder if those singers know it's wrong. I'm not sure. They I probably don't know. know,
1: right? I would think before they published it, someone at their someone. recording agency or some somebody could have corrected their grammar. Yeah. But they don't because it's used so commonly that it would actually be weird if they used it correctly. It would sound pretentious.
0: Yeah, and they're also trying to make their songs rhyme sometimes too, That's right? That's true so too.
1: <laughs> that, right, there was an old song, I can't remember if it was NSYNC or Boys to Men or Who, they said, um, I'm down on bended knee. And especially back then bent was how it should be like grammatically people teachers were up in arms it should be bent but i think because of that song it's become so much more commonly accepted yeah. to say bended knee in bended that situation knee like knee that pop song changed grammar it's I so think that fascinating might have been boys
0: to, i feel like that was boys it might be to boys men, to was men. It? yeah anyways guys old Ooh, school funny. music from the 1980s
1: Well, let's get back
0: to this. So Episode 1062, should we send our listeners to that as a side point
1: just to go yeah. and dig
0: deeper into this? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. If you guys want a really good breakdown of subjunctive, when to use it, why, check out episode 1062. Lindsay and Michelle did a really thorough dive into subjunctive when we're talking about speaks to urgency, power, importance, or suggesting something. Mm-hmm. So for example, these sentences, it's important that language learners pay attention. Yes. I suggested that he call me tomorrow instead out of he calls right go to that episode for a deep dive check it out right mm yeah yeah go ahead
0: no, I was just going to say guys, yeah, that's taking subjunctive in another direction, right? Yep. Another manifestation of subjunctive, but today is just
1: all about the i and the the were and the was, right Aubrey? Exactly, because mm-hmm. the sentence asco provided is talking about subjunctive in the past and in the past tense the subjunctive mood it only applies to the verb be mm-hmm. and we just form it using were instead of was. So, this is very narrow, right? This is yep. a very ex, um a very specific use that we're talking about today. Yeah. And it's used to discuss on real situations, hypotheticals, right? What you wish were different. If you were able to change something, what would you change? It's fun to use. But again, don't stress about it. If you make mistakes, so do natives.
0: Yeah. I remember teaching in New York. I used to always ask the most common question teachers might ask their students. If you, if, you know, to say if I were a millionaire, I Mm. would,
1: right? Mm -hmm. If I were a millionaire, Aubrey, what would you do if you were a millionaire? Good question. I would donate probably all of it. Love I would it. Donate. Yeah, because I honestly I wouldn't want to be filthy rich, as they yeah. say. I think it changes people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe I would yeah. keep a little bit, but <laughs> I, I would. I really believe that I would give it to people who need it more. Honestly, I
0: love that. That's so good. Um, what about Solid. you, <laughs> What would I do? I honestly, I'd probably travel a lot. Um, you know, there is give it all
1: away. I want to travel too.
0: (laughs) Yeah, if I were a millionaire, I would travel because there's places I feel like I missed during COVID that Mm. you know I didn't during the health crisis didn't have a chance to see, and now I need to go back and see them. I feel like I need to see the whole world. So,
1: I I feel that too. Oh, I hear you. Okay, guys, we want to point out two signpost words Mm -hmm. for this way to use subjunctive, and they're if and wish, right? Yes. So if you see those two words, you know, subjunctive mood is required. Mm-hmm. So for example, with the verb be. So for example, if he were being honest, he wouldn't say that. Yes. Or I wish I were not addicted to sugar. Okay. So you can see this is just with was and were. Yep. And it can be any subject, but it's just a, such a very specific use. And like we said, a hypothetical, right? Yeah, guys. An unreal situation.
0: Yeah, signposts are really good. You know, they're like benchmarks. They're like warning signs, red flags that should go up and you can expect someone to use this particular tense. So it's almost like they're a wake up call for you to be prepared, right? These are what mm-hmm. help, help us listen better.
1: Yes, Uh for sure. And we want to point out, guys, this is not grammar that you want to correct. If you hear someone use it wrong, whether they're a native or a non-native speaker, don't correct them. They might realize they're using it wrong or they might not. But either way, that's going to ruin your connection with them, right? Just let it go. Let it be. A lot of people use it wrong. And and they don't don't care. That's the point. they They don't don't care.
0: And so you shouldn't care.
1: Right. (laughs) Okay. But even at work, right? Don't correct someone. But this is where I think in a business situation, this is where you want to use it correctly in business emails, especially in formal business writing. So it's, we still want to share this with you so that you understand in a very simple way how to use this. So our role play is going to be in that type of situation where Lindsay and I are debriefing after a business presentation. This is a situation where you would want to use subjunctive correctly. Okay, here we go, Aubrey. Go for it. All right. That went really well, but let's talk about any improvements we could implement next time. What would you do differently?
0: I wish I were able to speak more clearly to market value.
1: Oh, yeah. That could help us clarify the message.
0: I think so. If I were able to provide an analysis with visuals, that might make a difference.
1: What if we were more informed about our competitor's angle?
0: Yeah, that would help us know which direction to take. Ooh, sounds like a very high level business Mm -hmm. conversation here, Aubrey.
1: Right. So it really wouldn't be appropriate to use the wrong verb tense here in this, especially if the person you're speaking to uses very good grammar. If they're like Lindsay started with the subjunctive. So then if I responded with more informal speech, not using the subjunctive, it would sound awkward. It would sound strange.
0: Yeah, I mean, that could actually be a great topic for another episode, Aubrey. We could talk about how important it is to mirror the register that someone yes. else is using in business, mm-hmm. right? That'd yeah, because if one. you
1: started, if you said, I wish I was able to speak more clearly to market value and you used it incorrectly, I'm um, yeah. realizing, okay, this is a little bit more of an informal t- chat. Yeah. No big deal. And when I asked, I probably said, I was going to say, I would probably say, what if we was more informed? No, I wouldn't. I just wouldn't. It sounds so bad. It's crazy how for natives, there's such a line drawn between informal speech. Mm -hmm. And just because the subject is formal, we don't hear it used incorrectly as often in this situation, right? How bad does that sound to you, Lindsay, for me to say, what if we was more informed about our competitors' angle? No.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna have to listen more. I think part of it is also that we're a little biased because we're English teachers, so we've taught this so many times. So for us, it's like nails on a chalkboard. Yeah, right? that's
1: true. Um,
0: I would like to like go to a company and just kind of listen in and see what I hear. But I think you're probably right here, Aubrey. Is that you know we do elevate, right? Yeah.
1: We elevate. Well, and I'm language- realizing what really sounds off there is when you're using it in first person, right? I mm-hmm. wish I were able. That yes. is where it's changing from. Was to were. Yes. But when I use we in the past, we always say we were. We were more informed, (laughs) right? So then I would never switch it to we was. So even if you, right, I would stick with the subjunctive and it would still be either way what exactly. if we were more informed, right? So I'm like, why did that sound so terrible to me? Oh, because yes. it's always we were.
0: <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. Should we go through these at all, Aubrey? Yeah, go through let's these do For it. our listeners? Okay. So
1: the first one you used was, I wish I were able to speak more clearly to market value. This is such a really impressive phrase here. Because when you say speak more clearly to something, yeah. you're it's a high level way of saying, I wish I were more informed about this. I wish I knew more about it so that I could discuss it on a higher level.
0: Yeah. I feel like guys, you should write this down because this is a great business phrase. If you want to start to elevate your business vocab, to speak to something super high level and smart sounding. I love yes, it. Yes,
1: for sure. Yeah. High level phrasal verb. Natives mm-hmm. do use it, but you automatically sound pretty impressive when you use that yes, for
0: sure. I love it. And then I said, I think so. If I were able to provide an analysis with visuals, that might make a difference. right? Exactly. If, and then here I said, instead of saying, if I was able, that that would sound bad. In the business context, this is what we're teaching you guys today. Instead, I said, if I were able to, right, in an imaginary world, if I could. All right. The other one mm-hmm. we might use is if I could provide an analysis, right? Exactly.
1: That's, and if you're nervous about using subjunctive, yes. el- avoid the um, using was and were at all, just like you said, Lindsay, and replace yep. it with could. Because you said it, it, uh, what you said is also correct to say, if I could provide an analysis, yeah. then I would feel better about it. That also is perfect grammar. Yeah. And then you avoid the chance of making a mistake with subjunctive mood.
0: Yeah. I mean, that should be our our goal for our listeners here, guys. You want to be able to have that incredible flexibility, right? Where you can move into an alternative phrase. If you're feeling strange about something you're about to say, Mm -hmm. that should be your goal. Like that's the sign of 99% fluency, which is what we're all working towards is being able to be flexible there.
1: Exactly right, and then the last one: What if we were more informed about? Right again, just hypothetical. If this were the reality, what would be different? That is when you use this subjunctive mood.
0: I love it. So, what's a a takeaway for our listeners? This is good. (laughs) It's good stuff. What should we leave our listeners with today, Aubrey? Yeah. So
1: again, don't stress about subjunctive. Native speakers use it wrong all the time, but you do want to think about the difference between informal and formal speech. If you're in a formal business situation, you want to use subjunctive correctly. So we want to give you guys these tips today. Listen to this episode again. Make sure to take notes because I think this is a really simple breakdown of when to use subjunctive.
0: Yeah, I love it. I mean, the key here is knowing when, knowing that you're making a mistake and choosing your mistakes wisely, right? Right. Exactly. So
1: good. Based stuff. on the context. Yeah, yep. for sure.
0: Good stuff today, Aubrey. I'll see you on the next one. Thanks for All hanging right. out. Bye, Lindsay. Bye. See ya.